setting I kind of want to check out that Miss Juju's place I went there before it was Miss Juju's and it was terrible what was it before I don't remember the name of it but um it was like one of the first hookah spots in Huntsville and this was like years ago when everybody was just getting super hyped about hookah um and we had tried to go, and it was just so packed, like super, 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 super packed. And they were really just out for money. So, like, they they let everybody in. We waited in line. Nobody really came out, but they were still just, like, squeezing people in. So we got in, but we didn't have, like, anywhere to sit. So they had already, like, taken our money and everything. So... Finally, they just, like, squeezed us into this little tiny corner right beside the door. Literally, half of our chairs were just, like, out in the walkway. Like, it was just, I don't know, it was just real ghetto. So, we ordered our hookah. It took forever to get it. When we did, when she did finally bring it over, they were asking us, you know, if we wanted different flavors than what we originally chose because they were out of the flavors that we ordered, like, it was it was just too much, but I keep hearing everybody like raving about it now, saying the food is good, the hookahs are good. I saw where Molly said something about it was good. Yeah, it was some girls at work talking about it the other day. I'm, I just can't smoke hookah in a, in a panoramic. Yeah, I feel that too. That just feels like, I thought about buying a hookah because I mean. I'm definitely going to do that. I mean, I bought two in the past, and I'd be forgetting that I can buy shit that I couldn't have bought before. it anymore. Like, I'd be having random thoughts, like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this," but I still haven't got on it. Hookah was definitely on my list of things to get. Yeah, for my place. Yeah, you, I want a good. I want a nice one. Like, I want a real one. I don't want one of them little portable little yeah the the first one we had was one of those little ones and then chance broke that of course and then we bought a two hose one that one was really good yeah i want a two hose one um but yeah they be they be they're cheap hookahs be in the most random places too they be having them in the sex shop they got some of them in like um convenience stores like depending on what neighborhood you in yeah, I think I bought uh, hashish from uh, Pleasures when I first got it because this was like 2011, 2010 when we had one. Because mm. that's when we had parties and people were like, God, y'all got a hookah over here? <laughs> like, yeah, we had some classy shit. What's your um, go to shisha flavors? It's like mango stuff, but I. 
we also used to start, I started mixing them. Yeah. So, like, I would mix, like, blueberry and, like, uh, strawberry, good stuff like that. Mm. But I have not smoked hookah since Chance died. Hmm. I always like see hookahs and I think about buying them, but I just never do. Oh no! I like pretty much anything mixed with mint, mint, or it, just more of like any of the creamier flavors. So like vanilla mints, or um, I had coconut mint one time, which was really good. But really, like any like fruit. Or a creamy flavor mixed with mint is really dope. Oh, shit. Can you put this side on the wall? Yeah. Yeah, mint is a good mixer. Um, like, mint is a good mixer. Uh... Other flavors, you said. I like. I went through a phase where I was just mixing a lot of different stuff, trying to come up with a good combination. But I can't remember any combinations now. It was just, it was different. I went to Hideaway and had some terrible ass hookah. And I don't know. Every, I don't know. Everybody that like, especially the clubs now, they they all have the little vendor girls. That I guess just are on standby for when people order hookah. So it was like this one brand that these two little like college girls, I guess, were running. I forgot the brand. They didn't have many. I think they had two flavors to choose from. It was just like a, fru- a fruity flavor, and then it was the fruity flavor plus mint. Obviously, we got the fruity flavor plus mint, and it just tasted like. Ajax or some shit like it just it just was real like soapy tasting like it just was not good flavor at all I just mm, I didn't like them and then also we used to have like the molasses which was I can't remember the difference between the shisha and molasses I think the molasses didn't have any like tobacco but it was just the you could smoke it still we actually bought that in the mall because they used it to have more expensive though. It is, but or it was then. I don't know how it is now. I bet you can probably get that shit off Amazon. I bet for cheap. I don't know. You don't think so? As far as like, I don't know if that would still be considered safe oh. or sellable. Yes, yeah, in our state at least. But I don't know. But yeah, living by yourself. Like you can have all of the like the adult things. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I first got my apartment, I was like, kind of want a bong. I wasn't even smoking it. I was just like, you know, I feel like every house has to, needs to have a bong because you can get one. Just you know, because you can. Right. Like ain't nobody gonna whoop me. Okay. <laughs> That's so crazy being your thirties saying shit like that. Right. You're like hey, ain't nobody gonna beat my ass though. <laughs> um. I was thinking the other day how uh, that congressman in Louisiana, I mean, the dude that's running for Senate in Louisiana, it's a black dude. He had a uh, video the other day where he was uh, smoking a blunt 
out of a backwoods and he was talking about how you need to decriminalize marijuana and stuff. Oh, wow. And people were like, he ain't going to win, but I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> he is not going to win. And they were like, I knew he was a real nigga because he was smoking out of a backwoods. And they were like, if he had rolled up with a uh, swisher or a white owl, I'd be like, no, they ain't the nigga for me. And I was like, y'all out here blunt shaming? We, I just want to know, like... When did it switch? When did it... First of all, who really made Backwoods that fucking popular? Biggie. Okay. But, like, it fell off a little bit. So by the time, like... By the time I started smoking... Yeah, because I just feel like when we really started smoking, woods were not the wave like it that. It wasn't. So, like, when I started smoking, it was Swishes or... Uh, or White Owls. White Owls or... The Games. When I got to Graham, that's when some of the Cali niggas put me on Dutchies. Dutch Masters. Which, back then, the Dutch Masters was the ones to go to because you roll bigger blunts. But... My homie put me on the the Leafs. Yeah. I'm, like, the Garcia Vegas... Yeah, I forgot about Garcia Vegas. Um, but then I just feel like everybody was talking about Backwoods, like just out of the blue. They came back probably. Like for me, I felt like it came back around like 13, 14, which is like the last of my smoking days for real, for real. But like also like I'm part of like, you ever think about like what part of like the weed smoking community you were in. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I am of the like Wiz Khalifa branch of smoking. So it was papers and like bongs and pipes. Is that semi white shit? Papers. Papers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I still love papers. That what? was when we thought we were being like Hippies. healthier. Yeah. You're like, bro, I don't want to smoke any blunts. I have not, like, I don't like smoking blunts. Like, I don't smoke as much. But (laughs) I don't smoke anything anymore. Right, 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 right. But when I did smoke, like, I didn't, I don't know. Blunts be kicking my fucking ass. I shouldn't be smoking anything because I have asthma. But blunts really, like, they used to be kicking my ass. Um, So I liked papers. Like bowls, bongs. I I can only do like one hit out of a bong though, because that shit would destroy me. I I appreciate a bong, and bongs do be ripping though. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not where I used to be with the bongs. And also, it's way better when you smoke by yourself. Yeah, true. So like, I like one hitters and uh, yeah, like. Vaporizer pens, mm-hmm. not the oil pens, because that should be wigging me the fuck out. But I like ground product, uh, uh, ground product vaporizers. I miss my oil pen, but I was definitely hooked on it. Like, yeah, you were. When I let, <laughs> when I let it go, I was just like, damn. I was really on that shit every day, every day. Um. And then, like, when I was in my last weed head, like, my true weed head phase was, like, 2014, 2015. That's when I was, uh, that's when I got my first Mm G-Pen. Game changer. 
I was like, I'm becoming a digital smoker from now on. Them G pens do be changing lives. Hey, it'll change your life. <laughs> like, yeah. That shit, you like, I'm never going back. I never had um one well, did have a little bong or a little little pipe. But then I think I left it in Auburn. I can't remember. That's one of the things like when you move and you gotta make a decision about Am I gonna yeah, take this? Yeah, I was just like, oh no. The first bong we had was called Colonel Mustard because it killed us in the living room. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all some nerds, bro. <laughs> nerds. Who came up with that? I'm going to take his name. Um, yeah, I haven't really had any smoking apparatus other than <laughs> my pipe and then my vape pen. I'm, me and my friends are such like culture nerds that we did the whole deep dive and everything. So it was like we're gonna get pie, different kind of pipes. Be like, ooh, this is a bubbler. What does mm-hmm. a bubbler do? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And of course, we named all of them different things. Them bubblers. Ooh. Hey, one of my friends. I ain't, I ain't gonna say they names. One of our friends had one. It was called Doctor Seuss because it was striped. Yeah, my, one of my old guy roommates had one. And then also the most infamous pipe in this uh, house, Keisha. Keisha? <laughs> I don't know if I've met Keisha. Wait. Yeah, Keisha for like over 10 years. I think Keisha finally broke a couple years ago. Damn. The little blue and green one. Mm. Okay, yeah. I remember her. I met her once or twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we had a long pipe called Gandalf. <laughs> Definitely not familiar with that guy. Yeah, learn how to podcast on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you could literally learn how to do Whatever in the hell you want to do on YouTube. Um, but yeah. Also, I mean, I guess it didn't help that we used to watch Half Baked all the time. And they named all their pipes in Half Baked. This is Wesley Pipes. This is, uh, I forgot what the other one was named. So, no, nah, man, we can't smoke out of that. <laughs> I ain't seen Half Baked in a minute. I live by the beach. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Stoner fuck you. Movies. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> Bro, stoner movies really kind of took over there in like the early 2000s. Yeah. Each uh, generation has their own set of stoner movies. So like, you know, old school, like. Old old school was like the ones that used to try to scare people from smoking. Yeah. Be like, if you even look at a marijuana leaf, you're gonna uh, grow an eye in the middle of your forehead, and you'll never be right. I know somebody that smoked weed once, and their whole life got ruined. Yeah, they tried to make weed seem like a hard drug, and it's just like, bro, like get the fuck out of here. Like, uh, 
my favorite old school one came out like the 30s, and it was called Reefer Madness. What? I've never heard of that. Like, you watch it, and it's like, this kid smokes weed, and then he, like, kills somebody. Like, they make it like, like them dare movies almost. <laughs> and then uh, Meryl, Mer- for some reason, they used to use an H instead of a J for marijuana hmm. back then. I don't know why. That is weird. I've never <sighs> heard of that. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> I was going down the history of weed movies. Then you get to like after like Woodstock and shit. So then you have like the hippie movies and stuff. So then you have like Cheech and Chong and mm-hmm. all their movies. Mm-hmm. Which Up and Smoke is still an amazing movie. Um I'm trying to think what other movies in the seventies. And then you get uh the nineties weed movies, so like Dazed and Confused, Half Baked. Uh I'm forgetting a big one. Then you get in like the 2000s and you got Dude, Where's My Car? Dude, Where's My Car? Smiley Face. Grandma's Boy. Shit, the fucking Scream parody. Oh. Had a lot of just like. Scary movie. Or scary movie, my bad. Fridays. Oh, I forgot. Friday. It was in the 90s. Mm hmm. Um. So all the Friday movies, and you got all the Seth Rogen movies. So you got Knocked Up, Half, I mean, uh, Pineapple Express. Pretty much any movie with Seth Rogen. Uh, and a whole bunch of other random ones that I can't remember right now. And that was A History of Weed Movies by yeah. Juice. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. I've just always been a fan of subcultures, even like things that I don't indulge in, just like loving like the subculture of it. It's one of my things. Yeah. My quirks. It's just because you're a deep diver. Yeah, I fully am. I probably should have been like a gonzo journalist and just wrote down these experiences. Still Still can. Um, I just played for Kim my uh system that I built. <laughs> it's pretty sweet, bro. That turntable is crazy. It's a game changer. The turntable is crazier than this. Like it makes this one look like a toy. It's some it's some vibes in that room for sure, bro. I'm building the house that I've always wanted. I ain't changing nothing in the interior. I'm just buying shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just buying shit and Buy. setting it down. Right. Like, bro, furniture for like, uh, like high fives. That shit is expensive as fuck. Everything expensive nowadays. Bro, like the cabinet I wanted to buy, like in my head that I always imagined once I got a system, like a high five system, I would buy it. It's like $1,200. I was like, bro. I don't even have a proper couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a heavy dog couch. I can't just have a $1,200 record cabinet. Hell no. Jesus. But, yeah, man. it's Everything is expensive. <laughs> it is. Everything. Outside is fucking expensive. 
as fuck. Bro, I spent $140 on my dog today. Like, he wasn't shit. Just at the groomer? He had to go to the vet, too. Yeah, I I got his ear infection. Uh, They gave me medicine and stuff. Dog medicine is expensive. Yeah. (sighs) Look, nobody tells you how expensive dogs are. And they don't be having as many, like, generics for dog medicine. Right. (laughs) You're like, nah, bro. You want the shit to work? Like, yeah. Well, you gonna have to pay, nigga. Mm-hmm. Now, one hundred and forty dollars is not as bad as I thought it was gonna be because he also had to get a shot that he was passed due on. Damn, dogs stay having to get shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for that COVID dog uh, nineteen one to come out. Cooper gonna be in line. Yeah, we're gonna get Cooper his vax. Cooper finna get vaxxed and waxed. Right. You got ready for the summer. I wonder if it's gonna affect them though. Like, they can get it. Like, so, yeah, but are they gonna be like lethargic and with that know? lazy motherfucker? I wouldn't know. He, he wouldn't could have. He could have COVID right now. Yeah. <laughs> he, he in their sleep. He'll just sleep longer than normal. Probably. Like, God, like, oh, damn, this nigga sleep. The other day, he started hyperventilating in the middle of the house. Like, what the fuck is going on? It was like two, two o'clock in the morning. I was like, Nick, what's up? <sighs> he was having a nightmare, bro. Dogs be not having nightmares. That nobody prepared me for that shit either. Yeah, like what the fuck is he? Doing? Oh, it's cool. <laughs> Bless his heart. Cooper and got uh, he got a groom today. He got they were like, you want uh, you want cologne on him? Hell yeah, I want cologne <laughs> on this thing. I paid one hundred and forty dollars. He better be fucking glistening that coat. You see how nice that coat is? It's pretty <laughs> shiny. I did notice that. Like, oh, this nigga got bougie. That's some healthy hair. So my dog got groomed, and I got groomed because I went to the uh, barbershop. And that shit is wild. Going to a barbershop is some wild shit. Why you say that? It's always somebody that's mad at somebody else in the barbershop. Oh, the barbershop convos. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that shit is funny as fuck. It is always some wild conversations going on in salons. Um, one thing that's been hitting the uh, the Twitter streets we could talk about is uh, people calling for a boycott on black male-led podcasts. What? Who is calling for that? Everybody. <laughs> because everybody's tired of, like, the misogynistic men podcasts that just get on and be like women need to do this uh, well like the whole manosphere and then all of that type stuff yeah so i feel like twitter has been hey it is looking like this whole podcast there is about to fade on like urban podcasts mm, i don't think so i feel like it's still like blossoming in some kind of way because now like on my tiktok because that's part of my daily activities scrolling tiktok now um i just i see a lot more podcast content 
on there. But a lot of people are trying to just go viral, so they're just saying crazy ass fucking shit. Well, yeah, that's always been a thing, though. But I think people are getting fed up of it now. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see the whole thing about the Fresh and Fit podcast? Mm-mm. Oh, oh, that might have been when you were locked out of Twitter, bro. Like somebody hacked into my shit. I'm, I'm convinced. That would make sense. I don't know any other explanation. Cause I'm like, bro, I just started this Twitter account. Like, how? And I had only been off of it for just like a couple days. Yeah. Like when you text me, I was like, Yeah, you didn't even realize that I hadn't been on. Yeah, I was like, what? What? It had might have been like two or three days. Yeah, it wasn't long. So I'm just like, what the fuck? What's your? This is one of the clips that went viral. You That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie, just just keeping it real. I don't really date black girls. <laughs> it's not because like no no like like most black girls are like Snickers. annoying. How to put this? Uh, ratchet, and they don't know how to like be reserved. You're like the complete opposite. You are so not the stereotype. You. Oh, watch this shit. What's going on? What about the black dating app called Black? Oh, it's funny I never used that one, bro. But oh, hey, man. I mean, hey, bro. If you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man. Laquisha. I, yeah, like I, me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown like nah, that. Man. We ain't night riders. Nah, so bro, I'm good. Uh, you know, sometimes if they're you know redbone, but like in general, me and Fresh uh, don't dabble in the dark. If you know what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, so the Fresh and Fit podcast is made up of a guy named Myron Gaines and Walter Weeks. Um, Myron Gaines is allegedly a black man, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he really is a black man. Mm. He's Sean King in this. Yeah, some people admit like apparently his original name isn't Myron. It's a uh, it's an Arabic name. Uh-huh. They say he's from Sudan, I believe. Mm. Like his family's from Sudan. And then the other guy, I can't remember where his family's from, but they're, I think, from Canada. So they've built this whole, like, podcast thing to where they're in the manosphere, and they uh, give all these guys tips on how to uh, up their game up so they can get, so they can become high-value men. But the shit they be saying is always some, like, some beta-ass fucking shit. And I say that loosely because, I mean, I don't really believe in the alpha beta thing. That's some this shit niggas made up. Feel good about themselves. At it, but they're already mad at us anyway. I'm gonna get hit with the fucking. How dare you? Yo, Western women, okay? A large portion of them, not all, but a large portion of them refuse to take fucking accountability, bro. They fucking. Re- I'm trying to find this one video that was like real, but yeah, this is that's the dude. I don't know, bro. Yeah. Somebody said this return of Jafar looking ass. <laughs> so to say he's he's giving very much Aladdin. <laughs> giving very much Aladdin. Um where is it? It's one where they uh you know the rapper Asia doll. Mm-hmm. They kick her out of the studio. 
for like she he start like they're having a side conversation and so he's just like you can fucking go like just like trying to like flex some shit that's also the podcast that academics was on a couple weeks ago when he was just uh going off on a woman just yelling at her and shit and i'm like y'all some bitch ass niggas what the fuck why can't academics get his shit together? Because he's a fucking lame. Just like these guys that... I'm, I'm going to say all this shit, but in full disclosure, at one time in my life, I was one of these people. <laughs> That's why I also hate these motherfuckers. Because I feel like if this shit was out when I was one of these niggas, like when I was in my early 20s or something, I could have went down a completely different path. Yeah. But instead, I started taking classes by women professors that talked about feminist critique and other things and went down a whole different path. So now I look back and I'm like, yeah, these young niggas really think all this shit. This is what Scotty, Scotty Beam been roasting these motherfuckers for weeks. I walk up to the girl I did. Next is the cocktail. So, they uh, also sell like coach date coaching advice. Oh gosh! Funny. This one takes a little bit more confidence, but you can walk up to the girl. I do this all the time myself, and say, "Hey, you're almost as cute as me. What's your name?" And I'll hold out my hand, I'll smile, um, and let her know that you know I'm a, I'm a cool, normal guy that isn't like weird. Social calibration. Oh, okay. Guys, it's not. Okay. Nobody describes himself as a cool, normal guy. <laughs> Who uses a pickup line like that? <sighs> How lame. Like, this shit only worked for, like, clearly niggas just never had a conversation with women. Judging from that first clip you shared, I was getting ready to be like, yeah, this sounds like a bunch of niggas that don't get women. Right. At all. Because, number one, I just feel in this day and age, like... <laughs> You're in the media. You should learn by now that, like, talking about why you don't date certain races of women. That you're a race of? Especially. It's just not, like, it's not a good talking point. No. You're not going to get positive feedback from that. Right. Not majority. So, just, like, like, why would you even do that other than to continue to stir the pot? And then also it came out that they, like... If you're having like sugar babies and stuff, which I'm not hating on, I'm not hating on any stuff like that. I mean, that's probably the only way they can get fucking women. I mean, if you like, it's another clip. I couldn't find it. It was uh, where they were talking about if you, uh, as a high value man, if you um, literally hate that term, right? They were like, uh, if all a woman has to do is, uh, have sex with you if uh you come home and you're like i want a blowjob then she should do it and then it was led into this like whole like creepy like rapey kind of coercion kind of talk and this other one was like no what what are you talking about Mm-mm. and she like read him for filth and then he started doing this thing to where he started changing the argument to like something like you know when, when somebody's losing a battle and then they start changing it to some obscure thing that they're just like, well, what about in this very specific scenario? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. she pinned him against the wall using his own logic. And and she's like, I've been with a man that buys 
bought me cars, uh, brags, and all this other stuff. And I still ended up leaving him for somebody that makes a lot less money because he treated me like shit. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, no, it can't be that. Like She was like, yes, I'm not faking this. Like The person I'm with now is a way better man than... Not everybody is in this shit for money. But that's the thing. If you ain't got no personality, you don't know how to talk Money's to women. The way, yeah. That's the only way you're going to be able to talk to women. Which, guys, <laughs> I ain't going to leave this <laughs> Like, bro, you could actually just learn how to talk to women. You could. And you will be in a way better situation. No, that's too easy. Like, all you got to do is just unlearn some of the bullshit you've learned from your stupid-ass fucking friends. And listen to fucking women and women tend to like that so, some women most women really but I mean hey also the other thing is like you just sound like a fucking weirdo you like man I don't date black girls first of all who cares like, right. why do you feel the need <laughs> to even bring it up and, and then like why is it always specifically black women yeah, and then it would be like I hate also when people are like, I mean, if you have a preference, you're a preference. That's not a preference. If you are just attracted to other people, that's a preference. But when you go out of your way to be like, no, I don't date black girls because they're ghetto and oh, like using all these like racist ass fucking talking points, yeah. that's not a fucking preference. That's you just being. A, I wonder uh, what her response was to them basically being like, you know, you're. You're not the stereotype. You're blah, blah, blah. She thanked them. And there's uh, two white girls in the background. They're like, aww. It's so many. It's so much. So, yeah. All those uh, clips have been going viral. And people who usually don't see those clips like black women because their audience definitely doesn't consist of black women if they're just shitting on black women. Yeah. Uh, have been reading them for Phil and all these wannabe guys like th- that want to be like them because they're successful in a certain level of YouTube. All the people starting podcasts wanting to do stuff like them. People are like, yeah, men used to build houses. Now y'all just want to <laughs> sit at a table and talk about women uh, on microphones. And I was like, this shit is funny. But, but it also... It's <laughs> right? True as fuck. It's funny. But I don't like the, all the hate that podcasting niggas is getting because I'm a podcasting nigga. It's only it's only the men who have trouble getting women that have so much to say about how women should be and what they should do and all this other bullshit. Yeah. And I say all this as one of those niggas that used to be like that until I looked inward. Actually started listening to women. <laughs> and then, you know. I'm doing way better now than I used to. True. These are facts. These are facts. But yeah. Because there is... The other thing about it is if you're having trouble like getting women, you got to be able to look at, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. They can't just all be bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they can't just all be gold diggers. There's got to be something you're doing that's... Uh, scaring the hoes to use another <laughs> toxic thing and I get it now 
also, I mean, I was a late bloomer. So, you know, it took a lot of th- like things to for me to figure out some things before. Yeah, same. So, yeah. People never talk about the late bloomers amongst us. That's true. And I feel like kids now or young adults or teenagers really need to know that, yeah, there's a lot of us that, like, you don't have to try to keep up with your friends. Mm-hmm. And... If you just learn who you are, everything will pan out. Yeah, I keep seeing that little post. It's a recycled post on the internet of just like um, basically like y'all don't, y'all haven't had enough relationships or something. That's why y'all be thirty two and still hurt or some shit. And I'm just like, bro. Like, why are you dissing me? You can literally, though, <laughs> you can literally get hurt behind a relationship at any age. Like, what? I was talking to this girl the other day, and I was talking about, like, when you're younger, when you have your first, like, heartbreaks, you think, oh, it'll get easier as I get as I get older. No, mm-hmm. it actually gets worse. Yeah. It's way worse. Because then you get mad at yourself, be like, at this big prehistoric age, I'm out here <laughs> like still going through it. Yeah, but it's just because that's life, man. It's life. I just I don't know. I, that's another thing I've been sick of seeing on the internet. It's just everybody trying to pace everybody else's life. Yeah. Everybody's not going everybody's not on the same path. There are people that um had kids early that it worked out best for them. Now they're adults and they're able to Live a life that some of us who will be old parents will will not have, but we and but in the other way we lived a life that they weren't able to have. True. Yeah. So everybody's on a different path. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not at the job they want to be at. Everybody's not at the level of success they want to be at. But it's okay. We will all make it. Yeah. Just don't give yourself a timetable for you to have everything figured out because the truth is nobody has it figured out. Yeah, when you I don't know, when you really think about it, it's kinda hard, like it's hard to plan your life. Cause like shit be happening. Like yeah. you cannot control every variable in every situation in your life. Yeah. Nobody can. Like, and and some that, people just get lucky and their fucking five-year plans just work for them. But that's not And some people have to make a lot of sacrifices for that five-year plan to come. Mm-hmm. And all those sacrifice, I mean, most sacrifices aren't going to be easy. So, yeah. I mean, you just, it's like that job you're saying I just found out there's no such thing as the real world I don't think I've ever heard of that it's off the first album Room for Squares uh, no such thing that's it. literally his first hit mm. that and Why Georgia I'm gonna have to revisit that hey that first job album was a fucking hit that's the first song I ever heard from him though 
is when VH1 used to have new artists to oh, look for. Yeah. But VH1's new artists to look for always panned out for the most part. Because that's also how I found out about Amy Winehouse. How I found out about Corinne Bailey Ray. Even though she stepped away from a minute, but she got, hey, you got classics. She does. She does have the hits. Because Just Like a Star is one of the most beautiful songs. But yeah, you figured out, it's like The Wizard of Oz. You figured out that The Wizard is just a fucking guy behind the fucking screen. Mm -hmm. Your life is your life, and nothing is planned out perfectly. Because life is messy. Because existence is messy. You can do things to uh, try to put yourself in the best situation possible. But at the end of the day, life be life. Life be life. I'm about to trademark that shit because niggas is still in the shit. I'm just telling you. <laughs> we got to put it on the t-shirt. Got to, put, got it to put it on something. Put that on two t-shirts. <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, I bought uh, what's her name shirt. Oh, nay, yeah, Pimp C shirt. That that's a dope ass shirt. It's pretty tight. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy that right now. I didn't realize she was trying to get into just making graphic tees outside of for her um, her brand. Yeah, her shit's dope. So, uh, shout out to the homie. She's definitely been out here working. Yeah. I feel like it's a it's a group of like people that we like kind of know or associated with that are trying to take that next step in this uh, like either content creation or just being a creator. Mm-hmm. And it's dope to see. I'm trying to get like we're trying to get there. I just got to figure out a couple more shit. <laughs> we will get there though. Have you seen the? Uh, Twitter's had this new like uh, campaign of tweeted into existence. No. So like it has old tweets from like Megan Thee Stallion and being like, I need to get my crew together because I'm about to be a superstar. Mm. And so they got billboards of her tweets. Oh, that's cute. And then they got one of somebody. I think Demi Lovato. She was, it was like, in 2010, she's like, one day I'm going to uh, sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. And they got it up. Damn. And then they have one of Matthew Cherry being like, I will be an Oscar-nominated director one day. And it has a picture of him winning the Oscar. I love seeing stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, that is... Look at Twitter coming through with some inspiration. Like, tweeting into his existence, like, manifesting the shit. I like it. I write my manifestations down in my notes on my phone. I got to get back to writing my stuff down because you remember that time I made that uh that whole plan. It was like a oh yeah chart like the takeover and everything happened. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything happened, yeah. and then like I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> like. I wrote, like, this is when we first started the podcast. Yeah. And right above Wendy's office, I wrote out a plan of how to do everything. Mm-hmm. And we literally did everything on that thing. And then, if I didn't write it out on that paper, it didn't happen. 
Now I got to come up with another plan. That's so crazy. I was looking at our stats from like when, like when we reached our like our like peak, bro. We were out here. When was when did we reach our peak? The summer of 2019. Like as far as stream was, streams the episode. We've been getting a lot of Instagram uh, interactions and follows lately. Yeah. We gotta start doing video stuff. Yeah. But. We'll figure it out. But look, nigga, like, I, I just got to come up with another plan. It's okay. I'm hard on myself, but I don't know. I feel like I, I feel my potential. And I feel like um, this is the year something's got to shake either. I got to I gotta do something. This is the year now. I agree. Fingers crossed. Everything falls into place correctly. Right. The universe aligns. Proposals. Hopefully. Um, you a superstar, though. You about to be out here, bro. Man, I'm about to be. I can feel it. It's coming. I just gotta... <laughs> I went to uh, Hammerheads the other day. Oh, yeah. And so I was there. And then Chris kept looking at me. He was like, I know this nigga. I don't know this. You forgot your face already. Yeah. And then I was wearing our hat. I didn't do that on purpose. It was just I, my hair was looking a mess that day because I really needed a haircut. So it's like, oh, what up? Uh, what up, man? Like, uh, y'all just started the podcast again, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, you, uh, you out here looking for content? I was like, a little bit, a little bit. And then the other guy that wasn't there for our podcast, Justin. Yeah, he was there. And he was like... He came in the restaurant the other day, I saw. He was like, you, you're the guy with Kim, right? <laughs> I was Shit, like, no, you the guy. <laughs> Kim is with you, what? <laughs> like, nah, bro. Kim is the superstar out here. Oh, my God. Kim is out here. A legend. I don't have a Who's Juice shirt. Well, it's not my fault. <laughs> Bitches didn't know who the fuck I was. <laughs> oh, we had to let them know. <laughs> that was a nice campaign, bro. Hey, we were hitting shit out the park. <laughs> you know, it's funny is my sister had my hoodie on when I walked in the house today. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, I've been looking for this. Your old sister, a fan. <laughs> Bruh. Hey. Nigga, we legends already. Fuck this shit. <laughs> a lot of people on around the holidays, everybody slows down a little bit. Yeah. Cause it's just like a lot of podcasts are coming back like this week. Which is really why I didn't feel too bad about like how I did last week's episode. Yeah, I felt bad. Nigga. I understand, bro. I really was trying. Last week was really rough. I know. And so Hopefully <laughs> after this week we can be back to normal. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about your uh, new work schedule? 
I like it so far. I just hope it stays this way. Mm. Because if it stays this way, like when the summer comes and stuff, I can start doing some... I want to do more of this creative shit. I just got to figure out... I'm just going to... I want to do this video stuff. It's just so intimidating. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Like, the podcast stuff was a little different. Because... I don't know. It's easier to just sit down and record your voice and put it out. Right. Especially when I mastered how to have a setup to where we can just, like, I had templates and stuff where I already have all the layers, like, leveled and everything. And we can just come in, get out. I just have to listen to it, edit out the crazy shit we say. Video is all the audio shit with a whole nother dynamic added to it. That's like a very crucial layer. Yeah, and everybody wants it, but it's like also it's not as easy to edit. Like I listened to Gatry's Num episode this past week, which was really good for um the tipping point. And he was talking about some of like his goals, things he wanted to do and how he he's like he really wanted to get the YouTube stuff started and he was kind of feeling some of the being like he wasn't where he was he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I understand that shit so much. Like I feel like so many people are in that boat. Yeah. Cause you want to take the next step, but it's like that next step is a fucking doozy. It's scary as fuck. <laughs> right. And it's like, all right, so I've already invested thousands of dollars into audio shit. I'm gonna thousands more some video shit and that shit not like paying out. I got other shit I want to do with my fucking money. I honestly I don't see it not panning out though. I I don't I'm I think that might be the least of my worries. Like for me, like on what I want to do, I feel like I don't think it. How do I say this without sounding like a fucking dick? <laughs> I really feel like I could do this full time. Yeah. Like based on like the the random shit I fucking know. Mm-hmm. If I could just get with the right person, not talk, not saying against you, not, I'm saying like the right production person. Yeah. Like we could, if we had unlimited funds, we have the greatest show of all time. Oh man. I mean, but shit. <laughs> That's how everybody feels about their idea. Yeah, but we have a natural chemistry. All that, we need is the funds. We have a natural chemistry that is not forced. Well, yeah. And then, like, sure. the layers, like, the weird shit that I know and the weird shit you know together makes it to where you never know what the fuck we're going to fucking say. <laughs> we had a whole spill about marijuana. I don't fucking know. Which, I don't smoke weed anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Just going to put that disclaimer back out there. Just in case y'all didn't hear it the first time. I do not smoke marijuana. <laughs> I do not have relations with Mary Jane. That woman. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like, bruh. Hey, we Huntsville legends already. Fuck all this other shit, dick. Yeah, I think once we get video popping, like, we'll for sure be out here for real. I really like Gatry's NIM setup. I know. I know. It's really dope. It's very professional. Yeah. 
I like it. I love watching their stuff on YouTube. I rarely watch them on YouTube, but I do watch a lot of their clips on IG. And it's it's amazing. It's like, bro, they doing this shit. It's also just cool to know that other people are going through the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, I have a hard, like, I usually have a hard time being like, whoa, like being almost like a woe is me person. Yeah, just feeling alone in your stuckness, I guess. Yeah, and it's nice to know there's a community of people who fully understand. So. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I be feeling. Like, damn, I'm the only one that's behind in life, or I'm the only one that's. Having this issue. And it's like, even the most successful people in their careers or whatever, they still want to do other things. They still have other dreams. Like, so yeah. It's about finding a balance within it. But, I mean, that's just life. Um, Let me see if I can find. Okay, so the other thing. On the Twitters, have been talking about Pastor Michael Todd from uh, uh, what's the name of the church? It's in Tulsa. I can't remember. Hmm. I'm really drawing a blank as to who Michael Todd it's is. It's the one that they joke on and say he got birth given hips. Oh Lord! You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> But I still need to see this nigga. He looks like an evil uh, Mark uh, Phillips. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know who Mark Phillips is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Supreme Dreams. And in this time, he's changing something and you don't see All right. It. Hey. Gonna give you a warning. Let's Part of what's going to happen is disgusting. But look, we got to look, you got to talk about it. Clearly, oh, yet. But you hit. Oh. <laughs> and this is where most people would not face Jesus anymore. What most people would do is turn away. What the fuck? <coughs> Ooh. Oh, I wish I was video in your face. <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting. What, what I'm oh, telling you. Oh, it ain't got disgusting yet. Is he? Uh-uh. What I'm telling you. You got to see it, bro. It's oh, no. just as he's physically standing here, knowing what's coming. God's saying, can you physically and spiritually and emotionally be able to stand. No. When getting the vision or receiving it might get nasty. Oh, God, no. I'm going to say it in a point just like that. Receiving vision from God might get nasty. You mean, God, I just bought, in crazy faith, I just bought my dream <laughs> And now you're going to ask me to sell it back? And ride in the hoopty again? Yeah, because the vision I'm about to give you. Oh no! Oh God! Oh. I get nasty. Uh-uh. He smeared that glob of spit on that man's face. 
Now, allegedly, that's his brother. In the middle of a panorama. Right. Outside of a panorama. Anytime. Oh, my God. I am one of those people. This is going to sound crazy. For a warning. That was unnecessary. Yeah. I'm one of those people to where I feel like if you spit on somebody, they have the right to kill you. Not saying that in only legal sense. I'm just saying spitting on somebody is one of the worst things you could ever do to another human being. He did all that just as an example of a word that I don't even understand. What the fuck was he talking about? Like you couldn't use like mud. You couldn't use anything else. You had to. And then you coughed up a loogie, bro. That's disgusting. So, I mean, that ain't the first time this man went viral for some stupid stuff he done done. What the fuck? Ugh. So, yeah. And then apparently that somebody pulled up some of the other stupid stuff he's done. And one of the videos is he... I'm not saying this within context, but fuck it. Uh, one of the videos he did was when he talked about how the... He was talking about like the biblical. He did this series where he talked about the biblical. Um, what does the Bible say about dating? And then he did one where like, what does the Bible say about marriage and all this other stuff? Mm-hmm. And one of the marriage clips, he talked about how. What does the Bible say about divorce? And then he was saying, even in domestic violence, that's not. What the about that's a not means for divorce. Yeah. Now he didn't dwell on that. It's like one of those things where he just said it and then it was like it was like, bro, no. You can no. No. And then plus everybody be talking about his hips and that shit is hilarious. I'm gonna say like it sounds like he's an abuser. Is he married? Yeah. All these pastors be married. I just really wonder what their relationships be like behind closed doors. As fucked up as every other relationship. <laughs> Gotta be worse, to be honest. Gotta be worse. Women be going in on that man's hips, though. That shit is hilarious. I don't ever really pay attention to him like that. I need to see his BBL. <clears throat> you so raw. Oba Shata. Shit about sick of the bowl. We've been doing this shit way too long because we just got tons of inside jokes. (laughs) 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 Oh man, I'm trying to find a clip. Men are dumb. But women are too. We gotta talk about that Drake thing. That might that that's gonna be the last thing I got in me. I'm kind of in pain. So apparently, um, well, obviously Drake been out here fucking. Has he? Uh, (laughs) But he recently had sex with someone um, protected. Shockingly, right? Like look at Drake being. yeah. Not toxic. I guess he said, "Listen, I'm not finna. F- <laughs> I got one kid. Not finna do this shit again. <laughs> I got one kid with one bitch. I don't want. <laughs> not doing this shit again. So apparently, he had sex with a young lady, and um, she 
I don't know how she got a hold of the condom. He went to the bathroom, alleged. This is all alleged. He went to the bathroom and to throw the condom away. Okay. And so it was in the trash can. So she went and fished it out. Tried to come up. I guess deciding that she was going to use the sperm in the condom to impregnate herself, which I don't think would have worked anyway because doesn't sperm die like once it hits the air? I also believe this is spermicidal stuff Right, there's stuff inside the condom too, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, she was going to basically try to get pregnant by Drake so that she could get child support from Drake and or be taken care of by Drake. But Drake... Drake! (laughs) Allegedly put hot sauce or something spicy... (laughs) Inside this condom, because he, I don't, first, I guess he had a suspicion that she might try this. I'm sure he did experience this numerous but times. But the thing is, like, why, why are you having sex with women you can't trust in this way, though? He's Drake. Uh, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> so um, she wants to sue because once she tried to stick that shit up in her, it immediately burned her. Like crazy, and yeah, she trying to get some money off of him either way. But I'm just like, bro, who would have thought she could get burnt even with a condom? <laughs> <laughs> it was the guns for me just now. Um, but this is just crazy because it's like, number one, how crazy do you really have to be to try to take? Condom out of a, or sperm out of a condom to get yourself pregnant. Hey, man. Number one, that's number one. Number two, what do you sound like telling this story to other people in legal documents? Number three, what do you really sound like trying to get money off of him by having a child? This, by having a child, but also. Because you got burned by whatever he put in the condom to make sure that you didn't get pregnant. Like, if you fishing through a a trash can in the bathroom in a hotel, bro, you asking for <laughs> whatever come with that shit. <laughs> put some hot sauce in my but condom, But do you really baby. think that you're finna get money off of that, off of him? Like, do you really think you can sue him for that? Like, how do you sound to your attorney? Like, well, (laughs) I was trying to put this used condom into my vagina. 2022. Wow, bro. I'm just, I'm just. I I don't know the validity of of this, but I have heard of people trying to. uh, I wonder for real also if it was hot sauce or what was it like? Was it some other kind of chemical? Because yeah. wouldn't she have noticed? Unless, like, I've been thinking about it because I'm just like, okay, hot sauce is red. Like, was it pepper sauce? Ghost pepper? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, was it pepper sauce? Because there's no way that you saw some red shit inside of a condom. Hey, like, let me put this in my vagina. <laughs> So either this was a clear chemical or this bitch is really, really, really dumb. But either way, like, 
why do people go to these lengths just to get somebody's money? And then, like, you you really would go to the point of having an entire human. Like, not only are you going to get his money, I guess, but you got to raise this kid. You got responsibilities because you're not his wife. Like, do you want to be a mom that bad or are you really after the money? Which one is it? Because that's wild to me. The other thing is, like, it's only going to be certain limits to how much you can get from him. You're, y'all aren't together. He already has one kid that he's paying for. Right. It's really like that Tristan Thompson situation. <laughs> Like where he he sent that girl that letter saying, I mean, I'm about to retire yeah. this year. I ain't got no money. Right. So you know you're bringing this child in the world. No one is not going to have any financial uh, financials from me. Like, man, what a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, seriously. I mean, she's a piece of shit too. But I mean, damn it, you can't just say that shit. You could think it. You could think it. <laughs> you could tell your homeboys that shit. But to write that shit. Like how dumb do you have to be? Like let me get, let me put this in the evidence. <laughs> All this shit is wild to me. I need for these niggas to sit the fuck down. Them Kardashians is wilding too. Yeah, they are. You got Chloe out here getting cheated on left and right by a lame ass nigga. Over and over and over and over and over and over and like, over again. Like, okay, I, one time and y'all work through it, two times, and it's like, all right, nigga, third time, this it. But all these times. It's like, what, five or six? I can't even, I don't know. It's been more than enough. And then the other thing is like, I always, I always heard this, that you can only embarrass a woman so much. Apparently not. <laughs> Cause I'm just like at this point, what is it though? Like it's, it can't be love. Love just ain't that strong. It can't be lust at this point. You, how you just like? I don't know. I wonder if like she just really wants her family. That she's just like trying her hardest to make sure that she keeps her family, her family, or. Maybe she's embarrassed at how she got with Tristan, and she's like, "No, this ain't finna be me. Like, I'm not finna." But it is her. It's like, like it's it's. But it. What? And then for it to just be so public every single time, it's just like, girl, save yourself. But you know, you can't. You can't. It's that's her. You know, that's that's her low self esteem, and then plus, this ain't got nothing to do with her having low self esteem because she's a human, but her just being a fucking bitch and treating all these other people like shit. Like when she was on that podcast, and she was like, "Um, I just don't feel sorry for people that are fat because I mean, just put the food down." It's like, bitch, you didn't change your face so much. <laughs> you didn't had these body surgeries. You didn't got skinny. Somebody called her Mystique from X Men. <laughs> Transformer, Chloe uh, Kardashian. Straight up, bro. And then you got. I feel sorry for Kanye. 
Why Kanye? Because I mean, because of how Kim's been out here. It ain't about the Pete Davidson thing. It's about like, did you see where they didn't invite him to Chicago's party? Oh, yeah. And he out here driving around, videoing. They won't let me at my daughter's party. And then Travis Scott dropped the fucking pin. And then Kanye showed up. They also, like, this, what I feel sorry for is, he's clearly on the bad side of the media machine of Kardashians. Mm -hmm. And they are trying their hardest. They wanted to be that way. Yeah. And they're trying their hardest to make him look crazy. Now, it don't take much. Not in these days. Especially with this nigga. But, like, when they said, like, when they announced that he was buying the house in front of Kim, they were like, oh, my God, he's stalking her. He's obsessed with her. Be like, bro, he has four kids with that woman. Little kids. It's not insane for a wealthy father to buy a house near his children. And uh, one of my Twitter boos, Uchechi, mm-hmm. uh, put a tweet up, and she said, she don't care about none of this shit, but she does find it. Uh, she didn't say funny, but she she said she does find it interesting that people uh make it to where um I gotta pull it. All this is another reminder that society very much views fatherhood as optional. And weaponizing that social norm, both in partnerships and separations, is viewed as a reasonable way to opt in. I don't like involving myself in rich folks' problems, but feelings of but feelings of black fatherhood in particular, coupled with celebrity culture, has us conflating manipulation with healthy parenting, fatherhood in this case. But that's not a black woman dealing with this, so really that's not my business. <laughs> I mean, she's right because people do treat fatherhood like they were really being like, oh, he's just obsessed with her. Instead of being like, I mean, this man does have four children with this woman. Yeah, that he was married to. Right. It's not just like a baby mama situation. Yeah, like they have assets together. They have children. Like, so I mean, I don't know. I don't know. All that shit just seems fucked up. But that's the woman he chose to have kids with. I mean, but is he really dating that one chick that everybody keeps talking about? Man, he don't like her. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> but hey, he's doing. He is doing the same. Uh, Joe Button had this thing to where he was. He said Kanye don't like that girl, but there's a chance that Kim Kardashian does like Pete Davidson. Women love funny niggas. Also, I've learned that women like goofy looking niggas. Pete Davidson is a weird looking nigga. He is. I think, I think, I don't even think he looks weird. I just feel like his complexion is off. Like, it's like, it's like he's missing pigment. Like, he just looks like he should be darker. He looks like he could be black. He could be black for sure. And, like he's not, but he looks like like if 
If I found out his great granddaddy was black, but it makes sense. We would believe it. Right. But it's just like his features plus his just like super pale skin. He just always looks sick. Somebody said Pete Davidson looks like an animal that would steal another animal's eggs. (laughs) That's pretty scary. (laughs) Definitely uh, not a face you could walk into in the darkness. (laughs) Twitter is fucking hilarious. This is the last thing I'm going to pull from Twitter. Um, on stage reposted this video earlier. Oh, okay. okay. So this is a TikTok video of a black mom holding up her baby that she had. I've seen that. So the baby looks very, it looks clearly Asian. Asian as fuck. And then she's showing uh, who spends nine months in uh, in your womb, and you have an emergency C-section, and then she comes out to look just like her daddy. And so I went straight to the quote tweets on that tweet because I knew it was about to be some foolishness up in there. And Kevin Stage said, and he can say nigga. <laughs> At first, fucking comment under the thing is. Not around my niggas, he can. And then I gotta find it. It's another. I saved this tweet because I was like, this is fucking hilarious. It is crazy how strong Asian genes are. Yeah. To trump black ones. And then this other person said, under the. Kev's tweet where he said he can't he can say nigga. This dude said his nigga G can't even say nigga. <laughs> Not in a full voice. It's a very quiet whisper. Right. <laughs> Yo, if you come out in that situation, you just gotta carry that TikTok around. Just be like, look, bro, this my mama. Like, I mean, it might very well, you know, show up later on. Yeah. Like I'm sure, know. yeah, I'm sure it'll be the hair or something to give it away. Yeah, that's still still very much new baby hair. Yeah, hey, babies don't be looking. Let like that baby that. go on this first vacation, right? Let that baby turn about two. Somebody was like, "I need to see behind that baby's ear." <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all the same? We are all the same. <laughs> Bruh, we really created our own culture. That shit is wild. We didn't have a choice. We didn't have a choice. But I just don't get how this shit spread to all plantations. <laughs> that means like in Africa, it just must be like, let me see behind that baby's ear. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.